no point in waiting, I suppose, at this point. We're like 25 minutes past. I don't, I don't know. I guess this is just how Jess rolls. Just late to everything. Well, she <laughs> likes to make a grand entrance. You know, roll in. Wait for the accolades. You know. <laughs> wait for the... Oh, I, that would be so great. If she put her camera on and then had like intro music that played and she like walked into the frame. <laughs> Yes, you know, we, we need that, like, walk-up music like they have for, you know, baseball when the batter comes up. We need walk-up yep. music for each person joining the podcast. Mine is currently a Villain by KDA. Oh. Yep. I'm going to have to look that up. <laughs> it's, pretty, it's good. I like it. <laughs> okay. I don't know if it's... I don't know if it's up your alley. I, this is the group that I talked about that's like a group but not a real group because the people don't actually exist. And so it's like kind of classified as K-pop, but not really. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hmm. I think my walk-up music would be Running on Empty by Jackson Brown. Because I feel I all the time heard... right now. I'm not you haven't heard that? That's from 1978. <laughs> I'm not familiar with either one of those things. Now, 78's not that far away, but... had to have heard Jackson Brown's uh, She Must Be Somebody's Baby from Fast Times at Ridgemont High, right? Tender is well, the Night. I've seen that movie. Jackson Brown? Jackson Brown, with an E at the end of Brown. Okay, so we're running on empty here. And I'm sure you've heard that. No. What was the other one? Somebody's Baby, you said? That's Somebody's from Baby. Yep. Let's from see. Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Which, I know that was a much... Ballyhooed movie, but to me it was just one of those dumb teen comedies. That was Sean Penn's uh, debut. Yeah. As Jeff Spicoli. Yeah. Um. No, I'm not familiar with that song either. He looks like Keanu Reeves though in the picture that's on the best of Jackson Brown. Could be. And Je Jess has joined us. Jess, what would be your walk-up music for joining the podcast? Ooh. Um, Kesha, the party don't stop till I walk in. TikTok don't stop. <laughs> this is TikTok. That's the name of the song, right? Can you tell that I've actually thought that in my head? <laughs> that is fantastic. Well, I feel like, like I, I had an answer real quick, and so did Steve. Ours were more like right now, though. We both prefaced it with right now. Yeah. <laughs> so I was late because I went to the office today, and we had a happy hour afterwards, and I apparently just left without my computer. And so my computer is at the office, which is fine because I'm going in tomorrow too. So and for the record, but, happy hour at our company is happy million hours. It's like it'll go till midnight if you let it. 
but I'm using my daughter's <laughs> computer right now. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I had to download Zoom. I had to log into everything. I had to, like, manually type in the password and stuff. And, like, the lighting seems really weird, doesn't it? It's a little dark. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. It's mood lighting. Yes. <laughs> so. And then I had to get ready because I the favorite part of the happy hour was my shirt. And so I had to change it to wonderful Christmas time to wonderful Christmas wine. <laughs> nice. <laughs> my head just exploded. Wow. And the best part was so many people were like, can I help you change your... Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> These are people you work with. That's crazy. And I said, you're not the only one who asked that. Oh. Oh. Wow. Is it because is it because they were inebriated that they were asking like two two coworkers I know outside of work and so it was very funny and they were not inebriated it was like at 11 a.m. when they asked that. <laughs> so were they women? Because I feel like it's more acceptable for women to ask women that. Like I said, um, no. Like they, they're they're friends outside of work that ask that. <laughs> so. Uh oh, did Steve drop or is that just me? No, I think he froze. I think he's I think he's gonna disappear here in a minute. Yeah, he was, we were just talking, so his song was Feeling Empty or something like that, or Running on Empty by Jackson Brown, and I was like, I've never heard either one of those things. So we were talking about Fast Times at Ridgemont High, and he has a song in there called Somebody's Baby, which I've never heard as well, even though I've, I don't know that I've seen the whole movie, at least part of it. No, I, yeah, I don't even know if I've seen part of it. This whole lighting thing is messing me up. Is it normal in your is it normal in there? Yeah, for nothing's yeah. changed except for the computer. Yeah. The camera's probably not as good. Yeah, or, it must be the camera. Yeah. It's a little bit better. So I I have separate ones. I try not to use the integrated one. I don't have one built into this computer, so I have to have a separate one. Yeah. I was Brooke, my youngest, was like, you can use my computer. So I have a couple computers that I can use, but I'll be <laughs> nice. fine. How was your day? It was fine. Yeah. Yeah. You know, <laughs> just a normal meaningful Thursday. <laughs> meaningful Thursday. <laughs> Not meaningful. Meetingful. Yeah. It's like Monday and Thursdays are the big meeting days, right? Because nobody wants to have meetings on Fridays anymore. Like, that's the thing. Like, no meetings on Fridays is, like, the rule, apparently, now. And so it's, like, maybe a couple in the morning, but you're not making decisions on a Friday or, like, signing up for work on a Friday because nobody's going to be around. I have a four-hour meeting tomorrow, which is, like, a strategy meeting, and I'm looking forward to it. 
That'll be nice. Yeah. The thinking, free thinking Fridays. That's what uh, one of our coworkers, him and I meet every other Friday. And now it's once a month Friday because we always cancel. But we call it free thinking Fridays where we just brainstorm ideas. And it's like, well, what about this? How about this? And we have so much fun. Yeah. I like free thinking Fridays. Well, I had a topic that I wrote down. We'll see if Steve comes back. But so it's large meetings that are online and chat and why people seemingly, in my opinion, say things in the chat that they may have been instructed instructed not to say and not all it's like one person will kick it off and then like a bunch of other people do will it. like pile on yeah and i was curious can you was. give me an example because i don't know how many times that's happened to me or if i cared enough to look at the chat <laughs> <laughs> let's say let's say we're doing a training let's say it was like for the whole company so there's there's like 200 people in it and we're doing a training on like a new tool and we like like we imported some users but not necessarily everybody got like not everybody has an account and so in the meeting you're like this is not the place where we're going to be um like solving that particular issue this is like a training an overview of the tool and yeah. then um then the trainer provides a link <clears throat> and says this is where you can go and follow along or if you don't have access you can just watch and then somebody goes and says I don't have access and then a whole bunch yeah. of other people say I don't have and access and now everyone's like I don't have access yes okay that's a good example I was curious of why people would feel the need to do that. Because I don't think, I mean, especially after an instruction like that was given, I wouldn't say anything. That's no. just me. Clearly, it neither would be would just I, me. <laughs> right. No, neither would I, though. Like, I, I'm like, oh, Jesus, we really need to go through all this. I hate chats on the side. Like, they're annoying. And I hate the little icon, and I hate the little ding that happens. <laughs> <laughs> so I prefer no chat on the side. Yeah, I, you and I are in the same boat. I wonder if it's, um, maybe it is like a demographic thing. Interesting. I wonder if it is maybe people who had a little bit less technology. No, I don't know. I would like I I was wondering if maybe it's cuz like people feel like they need to be heard or something. Um Yeah, I was just curious if you guys experienced that. In the instances I've done it, so I went to a forum. And this forum was 3 days, 12-hour days, and it was all virtual cuz it was during COVID. And this forum was people across the United States and all walks of life. 
And I recognize the people who had the most chats and the most problems were the ones who are not technically advanced. And so they were the ones who were clogging up the chat and asking the dumb questions and doing like derailing the conversation because they don't have access or this doesn't work on my computer. Can somebody help me? Um, and they just weren't as bright. <laughs> so I think the technically advanced people are kind of more like less like that. <laughs> I'm like, I don't have access, whatever, we'll get it figured out. Exactly. It's the whole whatever part that I feel like we have down packed. Like, I literally don't do research before I join anything technical because I'm like, oh, I'll figure it out. Like, whatever happens, happens. <laughs> I don't care. I don't need to join 30 minutes early just to make sure. I'm able to log in because I've gone through the troubleshooting for so many times for so many items and so many times so I'm gonna knock on wood right now because I have a feeling tomorrow or next week I'm gonna have a computer crash and something horrible is gonna happen and I'm not gonna know what to do <laughs> it is different but. now than even like three years ago it seemed like the tools I mean the tools didn't necessarily work right like it wasn't it's just like now they're all so similar and they all work like they're supposed to like because yeah. they put so much time and effort into them. So For I think sure. the tools just are better now. So did you get Steve's text message? Yep. Yeah. That's sad. His internet is gone. That sucks. <laughs> that he sucks should... So join on his phone and in the chat saying I get some help. <laughs> so yes, we will probably not have a Steve. I'll ping him and say phone. I don't know if he's yeah. I get if he doesn't want to put any more time or effort into it. <laughs> oh so so I just edited the one where I told the story because you came back, right? And um, I was like, oh, yeah, this funny thing happened. And then I'm like, I'm not going to tell you about it because it's in a previous episode. Well, you're not going to hear It's going to be like another three weeks. I think before you can even listen, I could send it to you, I suppose. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, but so this is what happened. So this is the story again for everybody who's heard it already. <laughs> everybody. Uh, everybody. Everybody. <laughs> everybody. <laughs> Um, so, so I'm like, I'm getting ready to go to bed and, um, I guess I'm not, well, I'm not getting ready to go to bed, but I'm like taking medicine. So I'm going to take my hypertension medicine and I'm like out and I just, I forgot to pick up the new one. Um, but I have some that's older. That's like half the dose. So I just take two of those. No big deal. So I go and take two of them. Cool. And then I go do like my stuff for 45 minutes or an hour or whatever. And then I'm going to get ready for bed and I'm in brushing my teeth. And all of a sudden everything was like all like whooshy and like basically kind of like drunk or tipsy. And I'm like, Wait, what is happening? Like, why do I feel like this? What the heck? And I'm like, okay, I'm like, whatever this is, I got to go to bed right now. Like, and I mm -hmm. no drinking or anything like that. So, mm -hmm. 
So I go to bed and then I wake up and like my machine for sleep apnea says that it was only on for like 30 minutes. Oh. And I'm like, did I turn? I'm like, no, I turned it on. I'm like, I know that I turned it on. I remember that. I fell asleep really quickly. And I'm like, what happened? Um, and then I look and it says like it had like a seal problem or something. So um, what I had kind of deduced is that I had accidentally grabbed Ambien and yep. it's a similar size, shape, and color to the hypertension medication and took two of those. A double is, dose yeah, of Ambien. Like, like actually a high dose. It was 20 milligrams, which I've never oh. taken before in my life. Holy shit. So, yeah, I don't, so that's why, like, all of a sudden I was like, and I'm like, I gotta go to bed right now. And so, yeah, kind of lucky I didn't, like, die from sleep apnea because I wasn't waking up for anything. And uh, apparently the machine got pissed because there was, like, it had broken the seal or something. Like, it was leaking and it was mad. And so then it turned off so it doesn't break itself. And so, yeah. Lucky did you do anything when you were on it? Would did you like no. like call anybody or yell at anybody or like sleepwalk or like go outside and start like mowing the lawn? <laughs> no, so there's that's actually I forgot to bring that up when Steve and I talked about it last time. So for those that there are two different types of ambient, there's slow release and quick release. The quick release is what I take, and so it that's the one that doesn't make you do weird things the slow okay. release is the one where i know people who are on it and like i had full conversations with them and then yes, the next full day conversations like, i'm like you know we talked about this last night they're like no like just and i'm like yikes you guys like yikes yeah my um best friend she's on that and she told me that she's had full text message conversations and she looks back and she's like i don't remember any of this <laughs> so nope well okay so i was gonna ask you guys do you know what magnesium does to your body because i've been watching TikTok. <laughs> on TikTok. <laughs> Not craze, but like I follow like health specialists and like vitamin D and magnesium are the two vitamins that I've been hearing a lot about. Like you can't overdose on vitamin D and magnesium is really good for your body and a lot of people are deficient in magnesium. So I'm like, well, those two seem super easy for me to incorporate. So I put vitamin D in my coffee because I have like a liquid drop of vitamin D. So I put it in my coffee. And then I just this week started taking magnesium glycate. I can't remember. And I'm exhausted. Like even right now, my eyes are twitching. And yesterday I was in a meeting and my eyes were twitching. And I feel like I need to do this. And I'm exhausted. Like, I'm exhausted. Is that normal? No, I'll just probably stop. <laughs> are, you, are you getting enough oxygen with the magnesium? Because you know what happens when you combine the two? <laughs> OMG. Gee, oh God. <laughs> Walked right into that one. That was such a bad dad joke. 
I loved I it. That was so good, though. It's a bad, good, <laughs> bad dad joke. The vitamin D, so we've got... No, you can't really overdose on it. You can take quite a bit. Um, yeah. Like our daughter that's got a Y. She, uh, she has to be on a vitamin D supplement. And we're, you know, we're talking like 4,000 IUD of vitamin yeah. D. Like... You know, like, I think that, the like they the say, recommend- you can go up that high, and that's okay. Yeah, you, you can can't OD high. on vitamin D. But she also like it's low for her, so like that's the other oh. thing I would recommend is like get a panel and see if you're normal or low. Because it's like a thing that so, they can draw. So like if it's yeah. low, then yeah. If it's normal, I don't know. <laughs> but like magnesium's also. I've been part of doing panel, vitamin like, D. I've been doing vitamin D for a couple of years now, so that's normal for me. But magnesium, I just started on Monday and I've been feeling weird and tired and my eyes go crazy. Maybe it has something to do with the kind of magnesium. I didn't feel like that was normal. I would try to book an appointment with a doctor on TikTok and see what they can tell you. do some research on TikTok. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know. I don't have any great uh, insights into uh, vitamin D and magnesium issues, but <laughs> And so now that I think about it, it does sound super dumb that I'm taking recommendations off of TikTok, but I figured those were very easy recommendations and something that would probably not kill me or hurt me. But it could kill me if I'm driving and I'm extremely tired and I don't know why. But I don't feel like magnesium would make me extremely tired. I'm extremely tired just because I'm running low on energy. Well, you, you've been drinking tonight, though. No, but I was tired before that. I was tired. Like, I, I seriously debated, like, should I go to this happy hour or not? I'm really tired. And, uh... Is it because you were masking at the office? No. I was not oh, at sh- the office. You weren't? You I was, at, I was at home. I was at home until it was time for the happy hour. Oh, oh I, I thought you were there during the day. Before the happy hour. Yeah, okay, Mm-mm. gotcha. I was wondering. I didn't see you in the office... But then I saw you at happy hour, so I just thought you were hiding somewhere. Like, there's the bunker, and thought maybe you weren't down there. Mm-hmm. I was not hiding. I, I would have come to say hi. I don't, I don't. I don't know. Sometimes you get moody. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I am a bit of a problem. I do, I do like to wallow in the trough of disillusionment on occasion. Maybe that's what I needed. Maybe it's the full moon. Maybe that's what's making me tired. Full moon does do weird things to people. I don't know. And it's only been since Monday. And the full moon was last night. And it's three days before and three days after. It's the full moon that you can feel its effects. My mom is a registered nurse. She worked at a hospital and had an ER. And freaking every single, like, yes. The weirdest story she would tell to around the full moon like it is and every other healthcare professional i've ever talked to and asked them about it they're like yep and steve your wife she's in healthcare right she a nurse as well uh no she's just at it works at a a senior care facility oh okay but but she would be 
she would definitely be plugged into behavior and she does occasionally mention it but she will not go into specifics with people with me she is very much a about privacy so i don't get the cool stories <laughs> they're not cool they're so I, weird i get a I oh them. i get a i get a oh my god you, the craziest thing happened today but i can't tell you and then i'm like <laughs> great great <laughs> does she ever slip up and like tell you like i have to tell you something or no she's um, never slept um she has said, well, I, she'll stop and think and go, wait, I can say this. And then she will like completely like whitewash it to the point where I don't even know it. Like she won't name names and I'm trying to keep track of when she'll use he and she, and I'm like, who's who here? I don't, I don't follow. And then she'll just be like, and just this happened and I'll, so I'll wrap it up. And then, yeah. but it's so at that point, like there's really no story because everything has been, it's like receiving a coded message where they blacked out three quarters of the text. Yes. Is that how she yeah. talks to you all the time or just when she's telling you stories? No, that's all the time. <laughs> so it's just her. <laughs> that's awesome. I think we should start doing that in our space, Steve. I think that's a good way to communicate. That'd be helpful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like you have to create some puzzles for them to unlock certain parts of certain certain information they need. Yes, and I'm very excited because I just regained my internet. Nice. I don't feel like people would care enough to try to unlock a puzzle. No, they wouldn't. Because no. even I had, I remember one time I, had, um, I was at a place and. We had all the requirements were like ready to go for this one thing. And um, a developer picks it up and they start asking me questions. And I'm like, you are asking, literally asking me everything that's detailed in this. And I go, did you read it? And to their credit, they said no. And I go, yeah, no. Okay, it's all in there. And they're like, okay, I'll read it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't, that's very I don't know. Normal. If, yeah, they just like looked at the first, like just the title, and they were like, let's yeah. go. <laughs> By the way, I did make a little note here from last week that we were going to talk about two things today. Oh, okay. Number one yeah. is less exciting, which is the questions you have about yourself. If you recall, the, the example I gave was I was questioning whether or not I'm a good listener. Yes. The other thing is the number of lost boyfriends you've had due to booze. <laughs> Where do we want to start? Well, I'm at I'm at zero for the second one. Right. I'll, just, I have I'll throw that out there. Any, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. Okay, okay, let's go back. Let's start with the second one because that <laughs> one's very focused on me. Because that's yep. gonna be the that's gonna be the clip for this episode on social media. <laughs> okay, so let's go back to COVID because the like the separation happened about three months before COVID, 
And so I was still newly single and I was still in denial. And so I like before COVID, I wasn't dating anyone. And then after COVID, I don't know what happened. I got, I was drinking all the time. <laughs> and so I didn't care about COVID. I mean, I cared about COVID, but I still went out. And everyone was like, do you know how hard it is to meet men during COVID? And I'm like, mm -mm, it's not that hard. <laughs> They're everywhere. Because <laughs> most men don't care about COVID. I'm sorry, they don't. Like, a lot, well, at least the guys at the bars don't care about COVID. It's amazing how if you go to a bar during COVID that the people there, all oh. of them don't care about COVID. What are the odds? Right? What a thought. I think I think there's a statistical anomaly here that we need to explore, but keep going. And this was obviously after the bars opened, because there was a time where like nothing was open. So I know of one in particular that he told me when you drink, you get in your head and you start overthinking and you start making bigger deal out of things. I'm like, okay, I can see that because I naturally am an analyst. Naturally, I overthink and overthink is a negative word. Naturally, I analyze every situation, but as I'm drinking, I make it negative and it goes out of it and it goes to extreme. Another guy who was a non-drinker, <laughs> he never told me I drink too much, but there were times where I could tell he was like trying to calm me down and trying to like soften it. And I could see it. I was like, okay, I'm drinking too much right now and I don't want to because he doesn't drink. So I don't think we broke up because of that but definitely there was a judgment there. That's two. Um, what else? There's one where him and I only, only talked when we were drinking, when we were both drinking. So that was like a, a relationship based on alcohol. That was a double, <laughs> double fun Bobby uh, thing going on there. That's pretty funny. Yep, yep. And so then when we would be sober, we try to talk and that one go very well. <laughs> oh, that's really good. That's really good. So drinking that, was, that was one where you didn't break up because of booze. You were together because of booze. We were together. We broke up though, because we were not boozing. Yes. <laughs> was that, um, so was that towards the end of your like heavy boozing? No, it was actually like, the second one I was telling you about, the one who didn't drink, he was the one who helped me realize it. And so I, I really stopped, not stopped drinking, I reduced, significantly reduced my drinking after him because I was like, that's not cool. And I could tell the judgment. I could tell, like, I didn't, that's not who I am. And it was a phase of getting divorced and COVID. Like, there's nothing. Being I'm not home, an all addict. Alone with your alcohol. What was that? Being at home all alone with your alcohol all day. <laughs> Pretty much. 
<laughs> so I knew, like, I don't have an addictive personality. It was more of like an obsessiveness. Like I was obsessed with getting rid of my feelings and I didn't want to deal with my feelings. And so I would say there's only three. Basically using it like it was kind of meant to be used. Yes. I totally used it how it was meant to be right. used. <laughs> and I knew it was getting too much. And so I stopped. And I, again, I didn't stop. I'm still drinking. But not every night or excessively or even in the middle of the day or even in the morning. <laughs> I don't know the more oh, wow the morning that's I mean I thought like sausage was be like rough on my stomach in the morning I can't imagine freaking alcohol in the morning <laughs> oh my and god but to be fair <laughs> um on Sundays it's mimosas and um, okay. Bloody Marys, right? Okay, if it's Sunday and brunch, like, okay, we'll let that one And Saturdays. <laughs> it's not like weekdays, get up, have a couple of Bloody Marys and go to work. No. No, I never did the whole go to work thing. Nope. That was my, like, I knew that I had to stop and I was not going to drink at work at all. I mean, <laughs> for those you know not in. I, right, like I was just gonna say, like we're never gonna drink at work, minus the entire shelf that's just wine bottles in the fridge. Exactly. <laughs> drinking at work means everyone else is drinking. I'm not gonna be the only one drinking. I swear, like I don't know how long Fireball's been around, but I feel like just all of a sudden one day everybody in an organization was like, "This is the great," and it was just like everywhere, like in the freezer, in the fridge, and people were drinking it all the time. It was all the wild, time. Wild time. Wild time. I'm pretty sure that's why my stomach hates me. It's like Fireball took all the insides of my stomach out and said, "You're done." I do have to say though, I was in a meeting with. Um, our boss like my like our company's boss and our two like your guys's the managers current, like the current boss like the the current my one boss, not the who one. i report to who yeah, i right report now. to yeah yeah, yep. yeah and your guys's managers and i dropped the bomb of you know my husband's asking for a divorce and I instantly started crying and our boss whips out fireball. <laughs> it is 10 a.m. And he goes, I'm sorry. That is like, I am so sorry here. And so for the rest of the day, like him and our two other, like they helped me. And then I had my other peers like, I literally cried all day, and everyone took shots with me all day. Wow. And I'm like, I love you guys so much. This is the best way <laughs> to celebrate a divorce. <laughs> so, that was... I will always remember that. 
And then I will always remember the day the divorce was finalized because I was at work with all my coworkers and it was after a big major event and we're all standing around having a cocktail and I got the email because again, it was in COVID. I got the email that says, congratulations, your divorce is finalized as of this day and this time. And I like, I put my phone down and I held up my glass and I'm like, fucking divorced. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my gosh. And I took a drink and I'm giving everyone hugs and everyone's drinking and cheers. <laughs> I'm like, this was the best. So. So basically what you're saying, alcohol, it was the best of times. It was the worst of times. That is, if there was a meme, alcohol, it was the best of times. It was the worst of times. And I don't want to minimize the fact that going through a divorce is the hardest thing anyone can possibly do. Like I went through like hours and hours and hours of therapy every other week, two hours a week, two hours every other week of therapy. And, and therapy, you mean therapy and not drinking, right? Not drinking, okay. like emotional <laughs> therapy, somatic therapy. And it, I got through it. And the reason why I was happy is because it dragged on for so long. Like it wasn't because I was happy about separating from my husband at the time, because that was never something that we wanted, but it just came to that. Like it, the whole thing was not because we were happy about leaving each other. It was because it's like that we had to move on. We had to. And it took so long because of COVID. It took so long because we were both in our houses in misery, you know, not doing well. So when I was finally divorced, that was the joy. It wasn't that I was divorced. It was because it was just so long of misery. So. Wow. Well. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> As I'm drinking. Okay, next topic. I like I want you guys to talk now. Well, I don't have any lost boyfriends or anything due to drinking. I probably have made a lot of mistakes while drinking. I'm sure of that. Who hasn't? Um, um but to come back to the uh my dog has just shown up here. Um uh, to come back to the questions I have about myself. Yes. One of the interesting things that I was thinking about tonight, sitting in a in a in the break room, drinking beer with what do you how many people do you think were in there? Seventy. At one time? No, throughout the night. So there were fifty five at one point and then we were estimating seventy throughout the night. Okay. It was a lot for me to take in. Yeah. And I don't know if that's where I'm deciding I'm more of an introvert than I ever thought I was, or if it's part of, since COVID, I have basically been alone, working from home, and really, you know, remotely connecting to people, but only when I choose to, or only, you know, via that remote connection. I'm not in large crowds. I was really like, 
I don't want to say uncomfortable or agitated, but I did not want to be there when it was so loud. And part of that can be because I stop hearing things well when there's so much noise that that gets frustrating for me. So I think there's three things that I have going on. I have the trifecta of things that were driving me to get out of that room. Okay. Trifecta is too loud, too many people. It was, the trifecta is, am I really an introvert? Oh. Too many people and I can't hear. And you can't hear. <clears throat> you might be really an introvert. Because when I was in that room, it was totally fine and normal, and I loved it, and I thrived, and I was like, oh my god, I could stay here all night. I was supposed to leave an hour before that, and I just kept on pushing it off. So. Might be an introvert. And you can change, right? You can't? I wouldn't. You don't, I don't feel? I have no idea. No. So that, um... I think we've talked a little bit we when we talked with Peter about this too, right? Because Peter's very outgoing and you have a good time with him and you know what I mean? Like, but he is like, yeah, I'm an introvert. And he's like, because I mask, right? So he's putting on a show. And so a persona. It's not a persona. Well <laughs> Yes, it is. That is so a persona. You cannot say that's not. <laughs> Okay. I, I don't I haven't formulated an opinion on that. I could potentially go both ways, so I'll leave it for now. <laughs> we're vetoing you and we're calling it a persona. Mm-hmm. So yeah, what I would say is that you probably are an introvert in that quiet time is how you recharge your batteries. Um, but you have been able to mask when you've been you've been masking for so long at the office too. Um, and now you don't have to. So now when you do, when you're in a situation where you have to, it's much more exhausting because you haven't had to. I was just watching one of my favorite people on TikTok. She's from California. And she's like, I've been making, she's like, people have been commenting on my accent of my last few videos. And she's like, and no, I realized like nobody's seeing these because a couple of years ago, people were commenting so much. I put a filter on my comments so that it wouldn't, people wouldn't see because it's like thousands of comments. And she's like, she's like, oh, did I like, I went to New York for a period of time. She's from California. She's like, so maybe because I was like, because I left that my accent has gotten thicker or something. And she's like, so then she asked like her boyfriend. I can't remember if he called her boyfriend or um, she's like, am I talking like, is my accent thicker? And he was like, no, you're, I think this is normally how you talk. And she goes, it's because I trained myself on TikTok not to have this accent because people made so many comments about it. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, it wasn't that I left. She's like, it's I took a break from TikTok and I had I didn't have to do it anymore. Yep. Well, they say that the Midwest accent is the more neutral and not the Minnesotan because that's not it. But people... Minnesota. It's like the most oh, Minnesota. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but like they say, like, news anchors, they want news anchors to have the Midwest non-accents because they don't want to be too much one way or the other way. They want a neutral. So, yeah, that's... I've heard of that before. 
You have a you couple know, friends that are from the south, and they they do they basically mask their accent as much as they can all the time, and then they get something happens, they're comfortable, they have a little bit of alcohol or something, and it comes out right. Yeah, <laughs> this is always how it goes. I remember years ago, ads would come up on my phone for TikTok when it was when it was in its fledgling state. And I thought to myself, this is completely ridiculous. There's no way this stupid thing is going to catch on. And yet here we are, X number of years later, and it, it is apparently the primary source for news, psychology, uh, accents, uh, healthcare. Yes. So I was behind the power curve. Well, TikTok knew. TikTok. So knew. it's, so you it's knew. interesting. You, you two knew. I'm like. Tic- I'm behind well, it. TikTok came from like like Vine. It's musically is what it was before it became TikTok. But Vine was like this really popular. You can only make six second videos. But they didn't have a way to monetize, so they ran out of money and they had to close. But some of these people that are popular on TikTok, like they started on Vine and they didn't have another place to go. Musically was all about making videos to music, if I remember correctly. Because it wasn't musically, around for- music was MySpace. Yes, MySpace. <laughs> and Winamp, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. I remember being told, though, that TikTok was originated in China, and there are, like, monitors on TikTok that the Chinese are using to manipulate and, like, take control of the United States of America. Do you remember that at all? Yeah, well, it's a Chinese company. And so there's so, always there's always been concern about how much access to the information the Chinese government the, has. Yep, the but algorithms and all that. Cambridge Analytica, I believe, preceded, preceded TikTok. And Cambridge Analytica showed how it can, how it will be done, how it can be done, yeah. how it's happening right now. And it's not like, it's not TikTok, right? It just, it's a thing that people could take advantage of. And it makes me sad. I really don't care. Well, who really cares if someone knows that I watch spiritual TikToks and I watch TikToks about health and I watch TikToks about very attractive men? (laughs) So it's way worse than that. Basically, because of, in this, in this, in our country, because of the laws and all the information, uh, basically people can pay money and they can build a profile on you um, and have lots of intimate details about you without actually having access directly to any one source. But who cares? What's that information going to give them? Um, More marketing shit that I see on TikTok and Facebook and Instagram that I ignore and I don't care about or every so often I'll find like a cool little mushroom gummy that i buy online because i'm like oh (laughs) yeah it's mostly marketing and so think about like uh, kim was complaining about i had purchased a product and an ad showed up on her phone but i don't know that we'd ever actually talked about it and i'm like it's because of proximity because they know that you and i are linked together somehow absolutely we share interests and so they think that you might like this because i like it who cares Ignore it. If you don't like it, ignore it. Or if you don't like it, get off of it. That's my thought process. 
Don't complain about it. Just ignore it's, it. Well, it's so then, it, I mean, if you dive into like private conversations that you have or other information that's not supposed to be public information, then it becomes an issue. Who cares? Like what private information? Does anyone care about me? No one cares about me. No one cares about me. I care. What? We care. Care. <laughs> we care. We care. And so, the statistical analysis I have been doing on your TikTok profiles has led me to believe that if I like shirtless uh, men in Albany, in Albany, yeah, I was right. just gonna say, <laughs> Albany. so I paid for this huge. I don't know if you saw the billboard that I paid for in Albany, but there was a targeted <laughs> ad just for you. Uh, yes, I I did see it. Thank you. No, it's not like it's not you, right? But there are people out there who are easily swayed, which is what makes me sad is that there are legitimately stupid people out there that fall for this stuff. I guess, yeah, I guess I'm and more thinking about me. So in Captain America Winter Soldier, Captain America Winter Soldier, um, they had created, um, shield had created the thing with the flying airboats like the flying carriers right and so that was they had um, a system they were going to link together and they were going to use information that was accessible to profile every single human being on the face of the planet and it could pre-eradicate threats to things unfortunately hydra had gotten a, had they had infiltrated had been infiltrated shield and so then hydra was going to use it to erase anybody that would stand up against them on the planet and they could kill so many people at one time it would be almost instantaneous yeah well yeah that's a little extreme <laughs> well yes but also like but not that far-fetched hmm. yeah because well, if we profile... all die at the same time i'll be fine yeah, but if you could profile all the people that you think you could manipulate and the people you can't, and you kill the people you can't, wow. Yep. Everyone can be manipulated. <laughs> ooh, that's a good question. Ooh, can I be... Ooh, do you ever question if you can be manipulated? Or I question, am I a manipulator? Which... I actually never question that because I know I'm not. I don't even have a cell in my brain that thinks about manipulating someone. So never mind. I take that back. <laughs> Ask the well, I think it's an interesting question. Like, could I be subconsciously trying to manipulate people? I think I try to persuade people to gently coaching them into the, into the decision they should make, which is yeah. my job. But... I was just going to say, that's kind of what we do for a living yeah. is yeah. get people to realize what is the best way to build technology because they don't know. And right. so no one ever, like customers, and ever is very strong, customers tend to not take the first recommendation right away. And so there's yeah. a lot of like providing information but that's not manipulation no manipulation is when there's a nefarious purpose at stake here for your own benefit right ethan do you manipulate people no 
I mean, the tools that I use could be considered borderline manipulation. At least that's how it feels. But it's exactly like you said, Steve. It's it would be manipulation if I use those tools or those skills or powers for evil. Yeah. The intent behind it needs to be a selfish, self-rising, self. You know what I'm trying to say? That to me is the definition of not definition, but how I view manipulation. Okay, what questions do you have about yourself? What do you question about yourself, Ethan? Um, I don't know, pretty much anything and everything. Depends on the day. <laughs> Not like if your hair could be longer. <laughs> or... Nope. Nope. <laughs> but like, what's the one thing that you think, huh, do I do that? Huh. It depends. It literally does like depend this? on the day. You do that all the time to yourself? Oh, yeah. You're constantly questioning, your, questioning yourself? A lot. Well, like, yeah. So anytime that I think I'm, like, really awesome, it is 100% balanced out the next day by me thinking that I'm not anything. 100%. <laughs> so maybe, maybe, like, a couple days I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm killing it. And then, like, you know, there's. I'm sure you guys have had this, too. There's, like, one day where you're just, like... I'm trash. <laughs> yep. 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 What am I even doing here? <laughs> right. Yeah, and you're right. It is It is directly preceded by, I'm king of the world. Look at me. Woohoo. I'm rocking it. And then... I found, like, I, like, I do watch Twitch, and so... One of my favorite Overwatch streamers is Kefri, and he has ADHD, and you can you you can actually see that cycle like in minutes. Like it is the funniest thing to me. It, like, and I can only imagine like what it's like for him, right? If I experience this like day day to day or two days to a day or something like that, him experiencing like in the game. So like in one game. And the games very rarely last more than like 10 minutes, right? He's like, I'm so good at this game. And then like the next game, he just sucks. And he's like, I suck so bad. Why am I playing this game? <laughs> that roller coaster yeah, of it's... emotions, <laughs> literally. <laughs> and I like, at least for me, I feel like when he says it, because he has ADHD, it's like, le like legitimately he feels like that. Like he's it. not... Yeah, he's not just voicing, like, for entertainment purposes. It's like, that's exactly how he's feeling in that moment. So, is there an area in your guys' life that you have that more than others? So, like, for example, at work, I typically have a lot of self-confidence. And I typically am like, yeah, I nail this. I like every so often I'll be like, oh shit, I totally fucked up and I can't believe I did that and I shouldn't have done that. And like last Friday, I bit all my nails off, literally biting. I bit every single nail off last Friday because there were two things that I did that I was like, oh, I should not have done that. I'm dumb. But 90% of the time at work, I have confidence. Being a mom, 
now that is where I'm like, oh my God, I'm constantly failing. I don't know what I'm doing here or my health, my health. I'm like, oh my gosh, like I'm doing so good today. And then like within five minutes, I'm eating a cupcake and I'm like having a cocktail and I'm smoking a cigarette. And it's like, I never do those things. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like health, I'm, I feel that way. And work, I feel confident. Are there different areas in your guys' life that you're more confident and less confident? That's a good question. Uh... So like, there's love. Think about your life and like relationships. So there's relationships, love, your family, your friends. Do you feel confident or do you feel like you're failing? Roller coaster. Roller coaster, up and down. I think I think that's a more pronounced up and downs than my professional life. I feel like is a very soft curve up and down. But I would say my curve, my work curve has flattened as I have gotten older. Yeah. Like there are things that would have bothered me or I would have made more mistakes five, 10 years ago that I'm just like, yeah, I don't care about that. I don't, I'm not even, I'm not even going to engage in that nonsense. And, and an example could be when I would see something that was so um an example is gosh it even happened today where somebody they would not build a process around something and so three times it has failed and it affects our team when this person who's not part of our team doesn't have any process just is sort of flying by the seat of his pants and it has failed and bit us three times so we have asked and did so today, like, hey, you know, what is your process for this? And can we document this? And the person was absolutely refusing to. I think because tribal knowledge is job security. Mm, yeah. 10 years ago, I would have had a complete aneurysm and probably pissed this person off. <laughs> and today I'm like, man, I don't care. What else? Yeah, like, all right, you do you. You know. Yeah. So like, you're right. That's a really good to like, the waves are not so steep. They're like this. Whereas in the area of friends and family and like love and you have that roller coaster, higher roller coaster. Okay. What about you, Ethan, in the area of like love when it comes to friends and family, are you like roller coaster? Or are you more? No, flatlining? I'm an extrovert. What does that mean? I'm well versed in the ways of the people. Oh. <laughs> what did you just say? I'm well versed in the ways of the people. That does not. I, I think I need a beer and a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> I've. Yeah, no, no. Nope, that's my answer. No. No. I, that I was, was saying... not the question. The question are you up? Uh, are you up? Uh, lots of highs and lows or are you more stream well you asked it the first one you asked is it a roller coaster and i said no no okay so you're more stream okay 
I would also say that throughout the years, I have learned to either A, better cope with, or B, eliminate the people that cause the dips. Ooh. Okay. That's are a big you, one for are you sure. Like an assassin? Do you know assassins? <laughs> like eliminate people. <laughs> no, it's like, well, I'm just I'm just not gonna hang out with you. I and and I'm not you are no longer a priority for me to hang out with. Yep. Nope, that totally makes sense. And again, a lot of times when and this is what I've learned over the last four years is these high ups and downs, they, the goal is to regulate them so that they're not so high and not so low. That's like how you kind of want to live is steady and um, by eliminating friends or eliminating people, you remove those highs and lows and it makes it more steady. So like, okay, what about, so I'm looking at, I have a poster of this. <laughs> what about um, health? So in health, do you have high, big highs and big lows or are you steady? Ethan, go ahead. It's, I mean, it's steady. It's like steady one way or the other sometimes, but it's not like, you know, yo-yoing like yo-yo diet or yo-yo exercise yeah. or like severely beating yourself up about things or anything like that. It's like, am I comfortable? If I'm not, what can I do to change it? Basically. But it's not like, you know, yeah, don't maybe like up or down or straight <laughs> level. Unflappable. That's what I was going to say, Steve, like, that's, yeah, that's, like, of course, the unflappable one is not going to have highs and highs and lows with people. No, Steve has highs and lows. You may not. I Who's say, the unflappable one? Well, see, he's using the word unflappable because in, like, episode two, yeah. apparently the <laughs> word unflappable was discussed and Ethan was like, who uses that? And he mentioned it the following week when I was on episode three or whatever. And I'm like, well, I use that term all the time. Yeah, I know what unflappable is. And I, he well, I think I told the story. Yeah. As an old guy thing. Well, yeah, I told the story and you were like, I'm familiar with that word. I've never met anybody that's familiar with that word other than you and the guy that's similar to your age who said it to me <laughs> or who said it about me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, I feel like people are flappable. I would say, though, on the health front for me, the last couple of years have been so bad. It has been... There have been days where I went, you know, I could be done today. Yeah. I mean, like, done with life. Like, I am yeah. in such pain and such misery. It, it would not bother me if I somehow had a heart attack and just keeled over and I'm done. It was so painful. Yeah. That's normal I, I for anybody just... listening. Like, that's totally, like, normal. You're not... If you feel like that sometimes, no. Oh, my God. There were t there was a couple times, and one vividly, like, three, four in the morning, I'm sitting on my couch, and I don't really cry about anything that makes me sad. I will, Happy things make me cry. Mm -hmm. But I sat weeping on my couch 
unable to sleep. It was so bad. And I was like, I could be done. And, well, here we are now. Everything's great. That makes me happy. I mean, but yeah, I remember actually going through that, like watching you go through that. I didn't know the ex like the feelings that you were going through, but I could feel it in your energy. And there would be days where you're happy and like I could feel that. And then there'd be days where you're just like, I don't want to be here. I don't want to talk to anyone. And really, it was that evident. Yeah. Wow. For sure. Huh. For sure. But I know you very well. Like, I, we are friends outside of work, so it's not... But I'm also an energy-type person, so I could feel mm -hmm. up and down. That's why I've reached out, and that's why I'm concerned, and that's why I want to know how you're doing. So. Yep. Yeah, right that. now, it's okay. And one, one other issue that I've been having, which is has eased a little bit was dietary related I think mm -hmm. which was exacerbating an issue I was having okay. so I cut something out of my diet about a month ago and I'm like huh I'm a little better yeah diet is amazing yep. I feel as though diet can like change your world change your life right yeah, so when I cut out eating raw chicken, that was a big moment for me. I'm kidding. I was That's not eating raw chicken. Super helpful. Helpful. No. no. Uh, pro tip, though, for all of our three listeners. Yes. I was consuming amounts of aspartame, which is Ooh. in sugar-free soda. Coke. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And that was causing me two issues that have subsided significantly in less than a month i'm getting a lestra vibes here oh lestra. <laughs> yes one of them was that <laughs> yes. and the other was related to my um uh arthritis well lestra was what was it mid 90s it was like a was a flavoring substitute and, yeah, or it was like a diet pill or something, and it basically made made people poop themselves. They made like, oh yeah, I remember and that. And then they then they made chips called Alestra chips. And yes. <laughs> yep. There's a really funny uh, Futurama where Bender finds Alestra chips, and he takes one, and then a whole bunch of bricks fall out of the bottom of his body. <laughs> Wasn't that in Pringles or something? I don't I thought it was like Doritos or Fritos or something. It was I'm pretty sure the the name of the chip was Olestra. I don't, I don't know. remember which company made it, but they were called Olestra. If only we had a device and a global <laughs> database to search. Well, I don't have my two monitors, so I can't search right now. <laughs> yes, yeah, why I kind of went down like Olestra, the, the embarrassing story behind the once famous fat substitute. Yeah. There we go. Yep. I went. That's why I kind of went down the G Fuel path, like trying to find coffee's not my thing. Um, and so I'm like, I'm okay. What can I do? Like, what's what else is out there that's caffeine? Like, I love Mountain Dew. We talked about that. I just edited that or watched that episode where we just you and I both just went on for like five minutes about Mountain Dew. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I could do that, but. 
yeah, similarly, it doesn't make me feel super great, um, but it's not the caffeine that's the issue. It's the sodium that's the issue for me. Yep. Um, so if yep. I can find something which, like G Fuel and these types of gamer, whatever, drinks, um, they have other things in them too, like vitamins and minerals and stuff, which is really cool. Um, but it's just the caffeine, no extra sugar or salt or anything like that. Well, I am actually getting exhausted because <laughs> too much magnesium, I think. And I need to get my girls to bed. All right. Don't touch any flames while you're taking that magnesium. <laughs> Why? Isn't magnesium highly combustible? I thought you were going to say I was going to fart a lot, and I don't want to <laughs> light my on fire. <laughs> I got a story about that we could say for another time. I hope Steve does, too. Uh, lighting your farts on fire? Not me, but... <laughs> I do not have a, a lighting one's farts on fire. I was going to, however, draw, and I but I couldn't remember the term your your situation where you went to bars and went look at all these people that don't care about covid it's called like survivor something and it's when in world war ii they would analyze all the planes that came back because they would they would lose planes right that bombers and fighters but mm -hmm. the planes that came back would be all shot up in their fuselage area and they went oh we need to reinforce those areas so they would reinforce those areas with more protection and they were still losing planes and they're like why are we still losing planes and this like statistical guy comes in and he goes well you realize that the reason the planes the planes that are getting hit in the cockpit and the engines those are the ones that aren't coming back so <laughs> and it's called like survivor bias that's what it is survivor oh. bias so you were experiencing survivor bias at the bars, which is all these people at the bars, they don't care about COVID. Huh. I wonder yeah. why. Anyway. <laughs> yes. It took me an hour us. to figure out what the word was. 